painting the roses red. Rito, it's time. Sergeant, establish a recon post downstairs. Code red. You know what to do. Yes, sir. Three guys in the mouse. Season one, episode eighteen. Welcome to another episode of Three Guys in a Mouse. My name is George. I'm here with my co-host, Hunter. How's it going? And the one, the only, Josh! <laughs> Yo. Alright, so uh, aside from George's great introduction, uh, so we're going to be bringing you guys some quick updates on Star Wars and Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and then we'll be moving on to our main topic, uh, Disneyland on a budget. So now here we go to infinity and beyond. So to begin the news, like always, we're going to talk a little bit about Star Wars. So this week, uh, Star Wars officially passed $2 billion uh, internationally, and it actually also crossed $900 million domestically, making it the first movie to ever cross $900 million domestically. And it did it after only 50 days in theaters, which the previous record holder, which was Avatar, took 318 days to hit $760 million. Um, another thing is Star Wars also passed $2 billion uh, internationally, or um, globally after only two months, which took, uh, Titanic actually had to be re-released in 3D for it to hit uh, $2 billion. Um, another very interesting thing is that Disney uh, announced that its quarter, which officially ended on January 2nd, uh, they hit an all-time high of $2.9 billion, which Bob Iger actually credited to Star Wars, uh, you know, amazing, uh, strong, uh, or amazing, like, you know, bring, uh, bring in. Because the thing is, is like, yeah, a lot of people were assuming Star Wars was going to do well, but no one saw it doing this well. I, I'm laughing over here reading this stuff because uh, everybody keeps saying, oh, Avatar did this, Avatar did this. 50 days, and, and it's at $906 million domestically, which Avatar couldn't do in 318. Yeah. Take that. I say we've already won. I'm not even re-releasing this movie. I will say, like, to me, like, yeah, uh, I don't see it. I can say, like, now you can see that it's not probably going to hit, uh, it's not going to beat Avatar. I still believe that it would beat Avatar if Disney was going to let this movie sit in theaters for a year, but they're not going to do it. I know they won't, especially since another Star Wars movie is coming out this December, so they're not going to do it. But, you know, I think, because I'm still reading stuff where they're like, oh, it's not going to beat out, uh, you know, Titanic's intake. And I'm like, Titanic's at like 2.1 billion or something stupid like that. I'm like, it's going to take it over after like another month. Like, you know, it... It's inevitable. This is going to be number two. Uh, like like I said, though, it's because they're, they're not going to let it sit in theaters the way that Fox did. Yeah. Um, like, I really... Well, that's just me. I really want... I believe that they're going to be Avatar, but I, I doubt it. But uh, def definitely with Titanic. Yeah. I, I especially am surprised, though, that uh, Disney announced, you know, a record high uh, $2.9 billion dollar profit because it's like realistically when you look at that it's like but star wars had only been out what it was out for like two weeks at that point or not even two weeks it mm -hmm. so it's just like 
it was performing so strongly that it was able to shoot them up. And then it also makes me laugh because last year, um, Universal was the first uh, uh, studio to ever make $3 billion off of uh, movies. But the thing is, is that it was off of three movies, which was um, Fast and Furious, which everyone saw because Paul Walker was uh, had passed away. Um, Jurassic World, which no one saw it doing as well as it did. And Oh, and Minions was the other one. But I'm just like, you know, you look at this, it's like, so Disney basically did that with one movie, almost. Like, it does make you laugh. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But uh, to move on um, to Disneyland news, so this uh, past week actually was a big day for Disney California Adventure. It actually had its 15th anniversary, which they celebrated by uh, giving out special buttons and they had a special uh, Buena Vista bugle that was um, that was celebrating the 15th anniversary. Yeah, like I was super <laughs> upset seeing these because I was like, I know I can't have them now. But um, at the same time, of course, the AP days are going on, which this week is the start of the Adventureland uh, set. Uh, it looks like the AP days are actually like a huge success. But uh, on top of that, um, any of you that are football fans like we are, you know that the Broncos won the Super Bowl. And Peyton Manning, also on the same day as the as DCA's 15th anniversary, was uh, the Super Bowl champion celebration at Disneyland, where they had Peyton Manning uh, as uh, on the float for it. So, like this past this past Monday was a big day for Disney, for uh, Disneyland and Disney fans. Uh, I agree. Uh, do you know if uh, by any chance at Disneyland it's, it was full capacity? No, it wasn't. No? Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, I saw pictures of like today. Today was the celebration in Denver. And um, like, you know, the streets were flooded. But um, I didn't didn't see stuff like that for Disneyland. But, you know, of course, Disneyland, you have to consider that, you know, it's a a slow day. And, you know, you you would have needed all those fans to head down to Disneyland just to see him on the float. Uh, You know, when... When Peyton Manning went to uh, California, I mean, that, they went by fast because I think last year it took them like a week, right, or something like oh. that, or, or a couple more days. Yeah, maybe. it took a couple more days, uh, but you have to consider that this year the Super Bowl was at Levi Stadium, which is in San Francisco, so You're they right. were able to just fly down. You're right. Um, what well, last year's was at uh, it was it was at the Cowboy Stadium, no, right? I was in Arizona. Arizona? Oh. Well, don't ever see a Super Bowl again. It, <laughs> it was just that, you know, Julian Edelman and Malcolm yeah. Butler, they went out to do the celebration, then they flew out yeah. for, uh, for the celebration. That was awesome, though. Um, I, will, I will point out to uh, any of you that might know, um, there was no commercial for it, though, which uh, I don't want to get too, uh, too, like, you know, political, or I don't want to, you know, dump on it too much, but I guess, like, according to, like, uh, what I was reading, they had originally asked the MVP, which was Von Miller, to do it, and Von Miller's response was, F Disney, I'm heading to a strip club, which I'm just like, hmm. yeah, nice one, bro. Yeah. By the way, I hope you know that he just gave up, like, $15 million on the spot <laughs> to, to sound like a conceited jerk. Yeah, I mean... His priorities are where they are. <laughs> you know, I was actually waiting for that commercial. I, and maybe it was like maybe an hour. Like when everyone's talking, it's like, where's the commercial? I don't know. Where's the, the commercial? <laughs> the when you wish upon a star to hit. I know, like anyone that knows me on like Facebook, I was reposting. I was watching. Uh, I looked because I was seeing if they did one, so I looked it up, 
and of course they didn't do one this year but uh you know I, I saw the Julian Edelman and Malcolm Butler one last year which that one's really funny because it shows Edelman's uh you know step in uh touchdown and it shows the you know miraculous uh interception which I was just like for every Seahawk fan this is like the rudest thing you could be watching um I also watched the Tom Brady one just just because yeah and that was you know for the first Super Bowl win I couldn't find one for his second one but uh I also watched the Michael Jordan one um yeah but I was a I was a little upset that they they didn't do one at all they did Michael Jordan really yeah for the uh, NBA when they finals. Won, when they won their first uh, championship, uh, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls all went to uh, uh, Disney World, so um, they did it for that one. You know, with the you know what you're gonna do next, I thought that was just only an NFL thing. I thought that was you know that's what I thought. I never knew they did an N- NBA. Yeah, I, I actually looked it up, and they do it a lot. Like um, they did it for a few of the. Um, American Idol winners. They've done it for like Olympic gold medalists. Um, they've done it for baseball too, because like Mark McGuire's done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, it's, I, I think it's just that you know, football is like the biggest thing in America. So like for us, like that's the one we all recognize. Well, because annually the Super Bowl's the number one you know like viewed broadcast. And, and and to mind you, that that's at the beginning of the year, and nothing can beat it out. Not the World Series, not the Stanley Cup Final, you know, that's the Oscars. Not the Oscars, not the Grammys. Well, I know the Oscars, I think, is like a uh, second. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, that being said, though, the AP days, like, I'm super excited about these. I'm, I am upset that we've missed the first one, because I really like the images I saw for it. Um, we're, we're talking about, we might head out to Disneyland next week, so we, we should be there for the fantasy and fun one. Which, to be honest, like, I, I did think about it, and I was like, if I was going to go for any of them, it'd be either Main Street or the Fantasyland one. But, uh, you know, we might see you guys out there. But <laughs> it, it is upsetting, because it's like, I wish we could go out there to just to get all the stuff for it. But it looks like this is a success. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. I saw some pictures, though, uh, like, because you, you get to go back into the Blue Sky Cellar, which apparently they haven't done anything with, so, like... Everything inside it still has, like, the fantasy fair and all that, like, the last stuff that they had done. Um, and they changed, like, one spot of it where it now is updated with, like, the photo, the new version of PhotoPass. Which I was like, eh, you know, I, I'm not going to complain about that. You know, those AP days, you know, I could just picture myself walking in, walk, walk them in and then you see a bunch of people at the passes. Like, hey, like, hi, friends. Hi, family. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. I love that they're doing this. Um, I'm also uh, really excited about the. Uh, oh, did you have something about the AP days oh, that you wanted you're good, to add? You're good, you're good. Well, uh, I wanted to say, like, uh, also with Disney California Adventure hitting 15, like, this is like a huge landmark, of course. Um, but, like, you know, with the whole, like, redo of DCA, you know, it's a very popular park now. Um, it, what I loved is that Disney Disneyland Today on Twitter put out the question they were like, what was your favorite original attraction? I'm sure most people said soaring over California, but I actually responded. I was like, my two favorite things to do when it first opened was California Screamin' and Mulholland Madness. Those were the two things I always did. And, um, of course, they gave me, like, a retweet or a favorite, which I, I, I enjoyed. But um, I was wondering, what's your guys' favorite, like, original <laughs> DCA thing? Uh, you Don't know, say Superstar Limo Hunter. I <laughs> that was such a bad ride. Uh, full ride. 
for, for me, I know it sounds weird because I liked all the attractions, but when it first opened, I couldn't go on screaming. I couldn't do a lot of this stuff. So for me, I remember mom, whenever you guys would go on that, she'd take me and Courtney down to the Redwood Challenge Trail, the original oh, yeah. one. Yeah, we just run around Where, there for, for yeah. 40 minutes. With a tire swing. Yeah. I, I love that. Falling, we used to, falling straight on my butt getting up. I, I will totally <laughs> say, like, my cousins and I, we would, um, we would always split off when we went to Disneyland. And uh, we would buy, like, the plastic swords, and we would sword fight around Redwood <laughs> Challenge Creek. Uh, we, we would also do the same thing at Tom Sawyer Island, but that was just, like, a stupid thing we would do. Um, I know, I will say, Soarin' Over California was, like, a favorite. It's a favorite of mine, but, like, my, my thing now is that, you know, I'm not willing to wait in the line. Like, back then, you just got on these rides. You just jumped right on. And what was your favorite, George? It's Soren. <laughs> Soren, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know you guys are super fans. I know your dad especially. His, uh, like, I just see him, like, you know, it might as well have, like, a bald eagle go across the screen, and he just sit there, single tear coming down his face, just, America. Yeah. It's such a good ride. Yeah. It, it's a great, it is a great attraction. Um, yeah, but, you know, it, it is funny to think of, like, the original California Adventure to now, like, one thing I enjoyed is that actually when they posted it on Twitter, they showed a picture of the original entrance with the oh, ugly man. postcard thing, the uh, sun with the wave, and the huge letters. Yeah, you, you took the words out of my mouth. I remember those letters. I remember trying to climb on them, you know, being too short to grab anything. But yeah. the other thing that I kind of missed, and it, it went away with the remodel, was I always got a, I got a nice little sense of walking under the, the replica of the uh, Golden State Bridge. I always thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I, then when it came down, you know, it was, it was sad at the same time. But it is this. I, I will is. say, I'm not as much of a hater as people are for, like, the original DCA. Because, like I said, like, we would go there, and, like, for us, it was magical. Because, like, you walked on every ride. Even when Tower of Terror was brought in, like, everything you just walked straight on. And, um, the, the thing, though, like, for me is, like, I actually, like, I'm not a huge hater on, like, the postcard look. Because I understood what they were going for. And I was a child. <laughs> I knew what, I knew that it was supposed to be a postcard, but everyone complains about how ugly it looked, and it's like, yeah, compared to, like, Buena Vista Street now, but, like, back then it made sense, like, it was like, oh, like, you know, California, you know, greetings from California, uh, the store was called that, for God's sakes, like, yeah. I, I never understood the hate, but... Was, uh, Bugs Land, was it, was that original? No, no, no. that's not, they brought that into, cause, like, DCA, uh, had, like, the problem that, um, Disney Hollywood Studios has now, which was when it opened, there were no rides for kids. So they brought in the Bugs Land to try to bring in kids, but, you know, the thing is, is that land is awful. Oof. You know, I, I know that land's pretty bad. I mean, the only thing I really like that place, you know, when you walk in, you see, what was it, cereal, right? Oh, no, yeah, that? with Woody on it. Yeah, that's the only thing I really like. The Cowboy Country. <laughs> it's sad, because it's the same thing. It's like, I love Bugs Life, and I remember running around there. We used to have fun on the flying ride, but... As we've gotten older, I've realized that it uh, reminds me of, like, the little rides I'd make on Roller Coaster Tycoon when I didn't know how to build roller coasters. Yeah. <laughs> like, to me, it's just, like, it's, you know, it's a land where they just, like, completely, they just didn't try. They yeah. just threw it up. You know, I could just picture, like, kids, like, riding any roller coaster, having fun. They look at the parents, why is my mom so mad? Why is my dad so <laughs> angry? Uh, I remember before, <coughs> where, like, Cars Land is now. It was uh, the stupid, like, tractor. It was, like, a Caterpillar tractor area. And I never understood the point of it, but it had, like, uh, jumping fountains, you know, like, water fountains. So, like, kids would run around, but I never understood the point of it. <laughs> uh, and then there was the Golden Dreams show, which was, 
like laid on the racism really hard. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it a couple of times. Just yeah. Nothing like going to a Disney park to feel guilty. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, um, to move on though, like with like DCA now, uh, what uh, one negative thing that's still going on is like Luigi's Rollickin' uh, uh, Rover still hasn't opened, which um, I know like there's a lot of concern. Like no one's really sure exactly what's going on, but because like you know I know we had said it before, it was supposed to open like early January, and now like we're in February now. And it's like, when's this thing happening? You know, when you said about that ride, I just put uh, myself, oh yeah, I forgot about that ride. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a fan of the original one, so it's like... That's right. You would have been fine if they just left it the way it was. I mean, that's what I, I would have been fine with the way it was. But, uh, you know, I, I'm actually, I will say I'm like kind of halfway, because like, I love the idea of using the trackless system. It's just, uh, I don't understand what the problem is. Like, I've heard that like some of it is, there's like issues with like... Uh, the flooring and stuff, and uh, with like raining, but I'm just like, you know, just open the thing. I want to see the rain. That's right. No, yeah, the only thing I could think of is maybe the system itself, like you know, you were saying, even though it's unlikely, that's the only thing I could think that might be dragging it for a month. Yeah, but it's like, that can't be the, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, we're, we're not totally sure. But uh, moving back into Disneyland, I guess uh, Rancho del Socalo is serving breakfast right now because. Riverbell Terrace is down while they're remodeling it to be a table service. Now, I, first of all, I didn't know this was happening, which really upset me when I saw it. Um, like, I know we've said it before, but that is like our breakfast area. We love to have breakfast at Riverbell Terrace and just watch, you know, the river, see people walk around. I don't know why they want it to be table. It's so small. It's like, why would it be a table service? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Where will I be getting my French toast, you know, cinnamon rolls? Yeah. I, <laughs> like, and, and like, I saw the pictures, like, they're, you know, where they're like, oh, uh, they have the new menu up and stuff. But I'm just like, so what's going to happen with the breakfast? I'm assuming the breakfast is going to stay there. But yeah. at the same time, I'm just like, why? Well, I, I just don't understand why it needs to be a table service. I'm like... I, I don't think they have really issues with yeah and it's so small it's like why why like it's fine the way it is right now like yeah leave it alone yeah <laughs> i mean we have plenty of other table services i i i feel like a big thing though is like disneyland is really big on like it's it's kind of more big on like um quick service you know like disneyland isn't really big on um where you have to make reservations i know when i was at when i was just at disney world one thing that was kind of annoying is like, if you didn't want burgers and fries, you had to make a reservation. And for my wife and I, we thought that was incredibly annoying. We're just like, man, like, so basically you're telling me if I didn't plan all of this six months out, I'm going to come here and be told, well, if you want dinner, now it's going to be at nine. And it's like, oh, okay, well, what's my other option? Well, you can have a burger. And it's like, oh, that's great. So my option is burgers or I have to wait till, you know, 10 p.m. to have dinner. Um... I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right. I don't know. That's just me griping, though. Um, but, you know, hopefully uh, breakfast will be back. I'm sure it will, though. Uh, and also, the uh, Autopia is down right now as it's uh, undergoing its uh, sponsor change, which is rumored to be Honda. I don't understand why they haven't, like, actually announced yeah, it either. But um, one cool thing I saw on Dateline Disneyland is that it's actually being repainted right now um you can see it it's uh, going to a blue and white instead of that bronze color from the 97 tomorrowland redo which 
like we've said it before. We're not we're not haters on that, but I, I never liked the bronze coloring. So like to me, this is a welcome change. <laughs> No, it really is, but really quick, back on the whole Honda thing. I think it's funny that Disney doesn't want to say it, because even though we've all figured it out and stuff, I swear, they're going to be the people that they'll have the logo on the sign, and they'll, and they'll still be like, nah, that's that's neither confirmed nor denied. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but no, I, you're right, the, the color scheme where you showed us the pictures, it looks nice now. Not that the, oh, actually, I take that back. The bronze was very ugly. I don't know yeah. who decided that was appropriate. <laughs> it was like the bronze and the metallic greens. Like, I, I never, I never cared for the coloring, but then like, I know we've said it before too on our what's, uh, what's wrong with Tomorrowland, but I'm not a fan of Disney World's Tomorrowland anyway. So <laughs> like, to me, it's like ours was a better option of what they did over there. At least it's going to shine more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, and finally for Disneyland, uh, if you, if anyone's got the cash, apparently, and, uh, heading to Disneyland Hotel, the e uh, e-ticket pool is down for resurfacing right now, um, realistically, this isn't, like, swimming weather, but, um, I'm actually surprised how late they decided to do this, cause, like, I, I work at a hotel right now in Las Vegas, and we closed our pools, uh, for resurfacing in December, and like they're gonna be opening actually like uh like late February early March, so I'm actually like I couldn't when I read this I was like kind of surprised I was just like why did they wait so long like who was swimming like in December? <laughs> it's true because when we were out there uh, close to my birthday there weren't a lot of people in that pool. They could have shut it down right after November and you know been like there it'll be ready for for when it starts to warm up out here. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just seemed like uh seemed like. Like, Maybe they just, like, waited. Yeah, they waited too long. Well, don't you think it's kind of, it's still early for people to go swimming over there? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like, if, I mean, we're we're a lot colder than California is. Like, so it's just, like, if uh, anything, our pool shouldn't be reopening before theirs. They yeah. should be at, at least at the same time. Because, like, right now we're hitting, like, 71 during the days. And it's, what, in California, they, they have to be hitting, like, 75 or yeah, that's true. There'll be that one guy. Yeah. Be swimming. <laughs> it's usually me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to jump over to Walt Disney World, uh, a little bit of negative news, but um, they just had they just abruptly closed two uh, sort of attractions at Disney World at uh, the Land Pavilion in uh, Epcot. They just closed down the Circle of Life and Environmental Fable, and they also closed the Club Disney Dance Club at Disney Hollywood Studios. And to me, these are welcome closures, but at the same time, I was like, why didn't they tell anyone? Like, apparently, it just, like, happened all of a sudden. Like, no one knew it was happening. Yeah, as unlikely as it was, could you just imagine somebody sitting there, oh, I'll see Circle of Life tomorrow. They come in and they say, oh, or not, I guess. <laughs> I had a fast pass for that. <laughs> I mean, I... I kind of feel like that when I was out there, because, like, uh, the first day I was out there, Soren was open. The next day, it was closed. And the <laughs> sign said, "Will re- uh, Soren's coming back in uh, summer 2016. And I was like, summer? <laughs> like, someone could have said something yesterday. <coughs> yeah, I, like, for me, though, like, the Club Disney Dance Club closing, that's a welcome closure. Like... Nobody goes to those. Yeah. Well, I mean, kid, they're pretty popular when I was out there, but I think they're just awful. Like, they just need, they just don't need to be I there. think they're a waste of space. Yeah. Um, the Circle of Life, 
was sitting there for, it was actually, I was reading it was like more of a temporary attraction and it ended up sitting there for 20 years. So like that, that too, like is a welcome shutdown. But it's like, you know, I have been hearing though that there's like rumors that Disney is on this thing that they've been getting like a lot of backlash about closing stuff. So they're like, uh, their big thing right now is, um, they, they're, they're in like this mentality where it's like, we're not going to tell you that it's closing until like, it's either already closed or about to close. Wow. What <laughs> and a jerk. I mean, I understand it because like, they, they've had like so many issues. Like, you know, there was the, um, Save Toad out in Disney World, which of course ended up going nowhere. The Save the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, uh, in Disney World, that didn't work. Like, uh, or even, like, the Save the Country Bears out in Disneyland, like, you know, it's like, they, they're they done with these, like, especially now, it's like, that was, like, the media then were all over it. It's like, media now would be way more on it. I mean, I see people almost on a constant basis online now complaining about seeing Disney Hollywood Studios without the hat, and it's like, how many years did everyone complain about the hat, but now that it's gone, everyone's like, oh, you know, that is uh, an essential part, it's an iconic, I'm like, what the, like... <laughs> And, like, that's just how Disney fans are, though. Like, I mean, it's funny because, like, I hate, you know, Universal, but, you know, Universal fans, like, they just sit there, I'm just glad that something's opening. I'm just glad that something's <laughs> happening. And, like, over at Disneyland, they close anything. Oh, my God. My favorite thing ever was feeding goats. <laughs> They're like, really? Feeding goats was your favorite thing ever. Get out of here. You're paying too much to be feeding goats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's true, though, because... You know, as you said, we're Disney fans, and we've seen how how crazy we would be. I swear, we could we could have like the custodian move a trash can over a foot, and suddenly it'd be a big thing about. Oh my God, they're changing everything. Actually, <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. Actually, it's funny that you bring up trash cans because uh, what was it? A few years ago at Disney World, they had a talking trash can character, and they like took him out like for good. People freaked out about that, and it's like it's a talking trash can. Calm down. <laughs> Oh, how are you gonna take our talking trash cans? You see that, guys? How am I gonna talk to garbage? <laughs> a talking trash can is now out of a job. He's not real. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just the ridiculousness, though, of uh, Disney fandom. <laughs> okay, but uh, we're, we're gonna uh, take a short break, and when we come back, we'll be bringing you guys our main topic of Disneyland on a Budget. So, like a lot of us, uh, we love to go to Disney parks for our vacations. Uh, of course, not a lot of us go as often as we do. But, um, you know, a big thing that we always get a lot of questions about, and George actually uh, just got questioned about today, is, you know, how, do, how much money should you be going to Disneyland with? Um, I know it's like a big thing, too, because it's like, realistically... A Disney park vacation is an expensive vacation. It's not like you're going to SeaWorld or Knott's Berry Farm or Universal where you can just go for the day and you're done. You don't have to buy anything. You'll, you'll be perfectly fine. If you're going to Universal, you can leave at, you know, 2 p.m. and you'll be fine. You, you probably already wrote everything at that point. But, you know, for Disney parks, like, this is something that, like, if you go, it's a, bit, it's a big vacation you're doing. Um, even if it's just Disneyland, and Disneyland, you know, of course, is a local park, but Disneyland is still, like, you've got $120 for a park hopper pass, 
and then on top of that, you've got to eat, you've got to, you know, manage a budget on it. So we wanted to discuss a little bit of like how we think about it.、Um, you know, of course, like we we budget ourselves. That's how we go so often. But、uh, we're gonna give you guys a little insight on how we do it.、Uh, we were gonna we decided we're gonna start with like hotel stay because hotel stay, of course, can be really pricey. I mean, you've got the Disney hotels, which are incredibly expensive, and then you have a long strip of like hotels. Now, one thing I'll tell you right off the bat is anything that's straight across the street from Disneyland, or there's like the Candy Cane Inn, which is sort of connected to the Disneyland area, are really expensive. Like you're gonna be paying like a couple hundred dollars a night. Like, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is like these are like. Not what you're gonna do.、Um, I'll let you guys know. Like for us,、uh, we used to have like family that lived out there, but、uh, they don't live that close anymore. So we we stay at hotels now. When we go to a hotel, we like to stay in like the Orange County area, but、uh, we'll be like a little further from Disneyland. Like、uh, one that we've been staying at a lot lately, we've been staying like a few miles down the street from Disneyland. It's actually right next to Knott's Berry Farm.、Uh, so like. You know, it's really cheap. Like it's like sixty、uh, to eighty dollars a night, is,、um, but like you know, the only negative thing is that you have to be near Knott's Berry Farm.、Um, but it's like really, aff- this is really affordable. It's close. It's not in a bad area. You have like,、uh, you also have like just about any like fast food near you. So like for us, like that's a good area we like to stay in.、Um, one that we we really like to do though is、uh, we'll stay at like La Quinta or. The、uh, Super Eight, which is、uh, those are like sort of across the street from Disneyland, but they're near like、uh, it's called the Grove.、Um, now th- this is like a nice area too, and one big thing with this is that、uh, since you're there, you can park your car there and walk straight across to Disneyland. Like it's a little bit of a walk, but not enough that you're gonna complain about it. Yeah, and also you'll save a couple bucks instead of paying every day for the parking lot. You know. It's true.、Uh, staying near the Grove is perfect. I do always get a kick out of walking because you always see those people who are angry that they've got to walk the short distance. Yeah. Well, like、um, you know, a, a big thing too is like La Quinta, for instance, and、uh, and actually both of them. They're right next to the、uh, Toy Story lot. So like, if you if you go to park, a lot of the times too, I'll give you like a quick hint that we do.、Um, there is an exit. Uh, or like a ramp from the five to the、uh, Disneyland parking area, like the Mickey and Friends parking structure. They love to try to get you to go to the Toy Story lot, like the、uh, you know, because like that one's a lot further, and they have to bus you over.、Um, if you want to get around that, what we do is there's that ramp. So when you're heading up to Disneyland to、uh, the Mickey and Friends, instead of making the left to the parking structure. You make a right, and you go down、uh, that street, which is Disneyland Drive, and at that ramp, you're gonna make a U-turn and just take the ramp up because the ramp bypasses the entrance, so you go directly to the Mickey and Friends parking structure, and because like like I said, they'll try to block you and try to get you to go to the Toy Story lot, and we hate that especially.、Uh, I only did this to me once, so,、uh, so I guess sometimes they'll actually block. The entrance because、um... well they also use it as an exit ramp. Oh、And、yeah, that, that's true. After a certain、um, time during the day, they'll turn that ramp actually to an exit. So that, like like、uh, George was saying, like you'll see like 
it'll have like lights on it to let you know you can't use it. But um, yeah, like this is like a very useful tip I'm giving you. Uh, I'm gonna add a comment with the hotels. You know, uh, I noticed like when I walk back to my hotel, uh, the good thing about it is that you're not by yourself. Uh, you know, I see a lot of people, like families, like walking by, you know, this is such a good neighborhood too. You just see families, so at least you're like, I guess, together. So you don't have to be in danger. So I think that's the one good thing about yeah. that. Yeah, to add on that, it's true. You know, you even if you're there until 12 when they close during, you know, busy time, when you're walking back, since everybody's going at the same time for the most part, you don't have to worry about, you know, strange, sketchy areas. And like George said, it's a nice area. So yeah. even at that, it's all lit up and you're not going to feel like you're in danger. <laughs> well, one thing I, I'll add too is like, uh, this goes into like, um, like a uh, food budget, but they all of those places are gonna do like a complimentary, um, you know, a breakfast. Uh, so like for us, like we'll we'll grab the breakfast and then we'll head in because like it'll give us a little more time before we need to eat again. Um, especially like I'm gonna say I'm not a big breakfast guy, so like for me anyway, like you know I don't care for breakfast unless it's at Riverbell. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, like we're saying though, like. For the hotel say, like, you can get around, like, paying a lot, because, um, like I said, I know across the street from Disneyland, it's, like, two, it's, like, a hundred to two hundred, and then if you stay at the Disneyland hotel, it's, like, three hundred, which Hunter loves to stay at, and then, uh, the, uh, of course, the big one is the Grand Californian's, like, five hundred. But you don't want to pay that. <laughs> I mean, if you're, like, out of town, I mean, if you save the money, if you want to you know, I guess, uh, have a magical moment or magical dream, whatever. I mean, stay there, but, like... Uh, I will say, like, to me, mind you, like, I just came back from Disney World. Disney World has a... Their their prices for hotels are a lot better. Like, I stayed at Pop Century for, like, $80 a night. Um, that's super affordable. Um, Disneyland Hotel, like, I just feel like you don't get as many, like, benefits of staying there. Because, like, their big thing is they're, like, well, you're close to the park, but it's like realistically, if you walk from Disneyland Hotel to the Esplanade, uh, Esplanade, you're walking further that way than you are from the La Quinta that we stay at to the Esplanade. And then, like, they also, they're big, I know they're big on selling you, oh, well, you've got the monorail, but it's like, yeah, but, you know, it's like I still have to, like, walk out, like, pretty far to get to that monorail. And then I have to wait in a line to get on the monorail. And, like Disney World, Disney World, they've got you perfect. You're trapped on that area, but they also have f affordable. They've got affordable rooms, and they give you the extra magic hours. You don't get extra magic hours as much at Disneyland. Like, and if you do, it's gonna be, you know, what like 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. And it's just like, oh, so I have to wake up earlier. Like <laughs> Disney World's. I noticed one thing I love about Disney World is Disney World's really big on being like, oh, we're gonna give you extra magic hours. What are they? Oh, we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna actually have the Magic Kingdom open from midnight to 3 a.m. And you're like, midnight to 3 a.m.? I'm there. Yeah. What's that? An empty park, you say? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I know it sounds negative, but to me it's like, realistically, staying at the Disneyland Hotel or the, uh, Paradise Pier Hotel, it's more like a bragging right. Like, there's no real reason you need to stay there. That negative part <laughs> aside... 
Well, like we were talking about a couple of seconds ago, like when it comes to eating, like uh, a big thing we do is like bring, we bring a lot of snacks with us. Um, you know, I've, I know I've said it many times, I've got a young daughter, she's two. So like we'll pack like a lot of like fruit snacks and stuff. There's actually a Target down the street, so we'll hit that up and grab stuff. Um, but, you know, you can also bring food with you. Of course, you can't bring it into the park, but you can bring, uh, you can take it to the picnic area where they have, like, the lockers. It's a nice area, too. It's, like, uh, right next to where the trams, uh, you know, exit out, uh, by World of Disney. And, you know, not to mention, if you leave the Disneyland area, you've got, like, every, like, fast food you want. There's Taco Bell, McDonald's, IHOP, Johnny Rockets, Red Robin, In-N-Out, like, Anything you could, your heart, your cholesterol heart desires. <laughs> it's true, but you know, uh, I, the one that I want to kind of pile on because I think it's the underrated one, and we've done it before and we like it, is the is bringing our own makings for sandwiches and sitting in that picnic area. You said it; it's nice. You know, there's a lot of shade. You know, you don't have to deal with birds as much as I thought you'd have to because I swear that's like they know to stay away. <laughs> yeah, but, I'll say too, like um, a lot of people don't use this area anymore, so like. It is, like, a nice area because you're basically by yourself when you're there. And that, like, we've done it before. Like, we, we actually enjoyed that, that we just got to chill out there and just, like, you know, get a second to recharge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, you had something to say. <laughs> oh, no, you, like, I, looked over. The, the bringing snacks, I like, guess, true. You know, you've got, you've got Ellie, and I remember growing up when we were, like, five and six, we'd be like, Mom, I'm hungry. She just pulled out that little Ziploc baggie with fruit roll-ups, fruit snacks, you know, granola bars. <laughs> you know, I always bring a small, I guess it's, it's like a small <coughs> little backpack to Disneyland. The main thing I always bring is, well, I have to bring my fruit snacks because I'm still a kid. <laughs> and the other thing, I always bring my, uh, sorry, that's the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I always bring my uh, water bottle with me. Uh, the Always bring yeah. a water bottle because you don't want to spend another four bucks for every water <laughs> yeah, bottle. Yeah, that, that's actually a great point. They have, um, at every bathroom, they're going to have a, uh, a drinking fountain. And you just refill your water right there. We do it all the time. Um, it's good water. It's cold. It, and even if you don't want that, you can actually go and uh, you can go to like Target or any grocery store. Sorry, we're a Target family. But uh, <coughs> well, you can go to like any grocery store and get like a gallon of water and you can put, you can leave that in your car or bring it with you and you can just refill all day. That's a great, that's a yeah. great tip that we use. Um, I will say for us, like we will say... <laughs> Getting food at Disneyland is not that expensive if you put it in your budget, but like at the same time, for us, we're annual pass holders, so we get a discount. It's always like 15% off of food, um, like, and realistically, it's like $10 a plate and then like, what, $3 for the drink? Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, if you don't want to spend that, you know, you can go outside, uh, you know, and I, I will definitely say, though, the snacks thing is like a big thing, because like... I know, we've talked about it before. Churros are on the rise. They're like almost $5 right now. For Hunter, they are $5 at <laughs> Cozy Cone. But, you know, like, those are like, uh, you know, um, even popcorn and stuff. It's like, those are really expensive snacks. And, like, I know that I love, like, the little gummies and stuff that they have. Uh, you know, the Mickey Mouse gummies. But it's like, th you're spending a lot for, like... It should be Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you uh, if you could afford, you know, buying like popcorn or like gummy bears, at least you you are gonna get the money is worth because it's so good. You know, 
I agree. The yeah. especially the popcorn. I'm a big. I know we've talked about it before. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of like the popcorn. We, we um, have the soda on it. <laughs> yes, basically. Um, but you know, like like we said, like uh, you need a. That's a big thing too. Is you need a budget how you're gonna do your food. Um, I would definitely say like the cheapest thing to do, especially if you have kids, is McDonald's. It's straight across the street. I'll give it, they don't have a dollar menu, which I know George's mom got really mad about, but uh, they don't have a dollar menu, but um, it, it's a lot more affordable than going to Disneyland. Like I even remember at DCA, to bring up actually when it opened, when DCA originally opened uh, over where the pizza and pasta is, uh, actually it's where the, yeah, the uh, it's like um, the skewers are. It was, a bur- it was a McDonald's, it was called Burger Invasion. And it was an expensive McDonald's because instead of you were getting McDonald's food at Disney prices, which I remember my mom hated this place because that's what we wanted. And she would be like, McDonald's is across the street. And we're like, but this one's here. And my mom was like, it's a $10. Like, <laughs> it was like getting a Happy Meal for $10, which is insanity. You know, I, I heard of that place, but I mean, I never actually been there like uh, is it no? It's, are you telling me it's the exact same thing like McDonald's? Like, is it same logo or like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was, was sponsored. It was sponsored by McDonald's, but the thing is, is that it was Disney run, so it was a franchised McDonald's basically, and so you were paying, like I said, Disneyland prices for McDonald's food. Did they have Happy Meals like little they, toys? Really? Yeah, the, and that that was the annoying thing too is that the um, the. Uh, uh, the the toys, the Happy Meal toys weren't like, I I know what I wanted them to be was Disney toys, and at first they were, but then it just turned into being like, uh, you know, kind of like crummy things. Like it would be like holdovers of like the X game toys that they used to do, and I'm just like, I remember I was always like, I don't want these. I I would prefer to have something. I'd I'd rather have a Hot Wheel, but yeah, like, like I said, that was like a huge ripoff that they used to do. Um, to move on though, like, uh, this is like a big thing for families is souvenirs. And I know I said it before, but like down the street, there's a Target. Target? It's not that far. (laughs) Um, and the thing is, is that they have a ton of Disney souvenirs. Um, they're not going to say Disneyland, but they'll be like, they'll say California, but they're way cheaper than Disneyland. Uh, yeah, absolutely. One thing I I was actually there a couple weeks ago when the well the last time uh, they had uh, you know keychain, uh, coffee mug, pens, yeah, shirts. They even have uh, they even have um, what's it called? Su- uh, not souvenir guide. Uh, the man, what's the word I'm looking for? The autograph books. They have autograph books there. Uh, they have shirts, sweatshirts, and they have thick sweatshirts, not the thin ones that you get at Disneyland for $60. Um, they have plush, they have ponchos too, and the ponchos have Disney characters on them instead <laughs> oh, yeah. of just saying Disney Parks. I saw the ponchos. <laughs> yeah, ponchos. I don't know if we should say that because if Dad listens, we all know how he gets with ponchos. <laughs> that crazy man. <laughs> I know, like, a big thing we were just talking about um, off mic was that, like, you can get things like bubble wands they have there, and it'll have like a Mickey Mouse or something like that. But like the bubble wands at the park are like fifteen dollars, and it's like that's way too much. At Target, you're getting it for like a dollar. Um, the plush are like I want to say they're like seven dollars for like a medium plush. And I, I know we were just talking about this, but at Disney parks, 
you're gonna buy plush, uh, a medium plush is like uh, $16, which is insane. And <coughs> I know it's because uh, medium plush is like the biggest seller, so uh, that's why they upped the price of like that plush because you know, it's not too big, but it's also not too small, so they know that's the one that the kids and the parents are gonna go for. So they upped that to like, it's almost $20, and it's just like for a plush, like come on. <laughs> That's true, you know. I know like uh, some souvenirs we like to, uh, well, no, we're going to talk about that later, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, like the, these are like great uh, options if you're, if you don't need it to say Disneyland. Uh, this is kind of silly, but some hotels actually do, do have some. Yeah, they like, have their own souvenir place. Yeah. I noticed so those ones like. There, because uh, there's like a CVS, and they, same thing. CVS is down the street. You, they've got tons of like souvenir shops, but you, it's kind of like you're not sure what what the price range is gonna be. Sometimes they're low, sometimes they're higher. You know, it's based on you though. You just check it out. Um, but also moving on is uh, gas. Like when you are leaving, um, I wanted to bring this up because like I see it all the time. Like there, there's a Chevron um, on Ball Road. And everyone stops there. It's where the Starbucks and the uh, Taco Bell is. And everyone stops there because it's the first thing you see. If you go down the street, there's another, uh, it's like a couple miles, but it's uh, it's another Chevron. And it's like always 20 cents at least lower than that one. Because that one has a surcharge because of where it is. Also, it's uh, you don't see a lot of cars here. Like Josh said, over by Ball Road, it's super packed. Yeah. And then you just drive like a couple more miles, it's empty. I know for like us, like a big thing we love to do is we'll go there and then uh, like because they just open up an In-N-Out uh, right next to it, we'll just like go right to the In-N-Out and get food for the drive home. And it's always empty. <laughs> well, the In-N-Out's not, but <laughs> In-N-Out, In-N-Out is just always packed, but that's just In-N-Out. Yeah, I can attest to this stuff because, you know, we leave. You guys go driving down the road. Mom and dad, they, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure they know about it now, but I remember for the longest time we'd be like, Mom, we follow them, they know where they're going. Oh, but we need gas. But he said he needed gas too. Where's he going? <laughs> I always tell them that too. I'm like, why do you guys go here? <laughs> yeah, um, also down, down Ball Road, you're gonna find McDonald's, Burger King, Carl's Jr., In N Out, like I said. Um, so and there's the Taco Bell next to uh, next to that Chevron, so and the Starbucks. So it's like anything you want, like down Ball Road, you'll grab that. And you know, for your if you're going on a you're continuing your road trip home, like it's perfect. Like everything's right there. But um, to move on, like uh, finally, we're gonna talk about like uh, really quickly, like twenty dollar like souvenirs, because like these are like like I said, we're our budget's a little higher when we go, but. Um, we love to get like just like small things there. So we wanted to bring up a couple of our favorites. Uh, one of my favorites, well, I always like to collect uh, the maps because it's always there's always like different uh, maps. So I like to. They're collect, also dated too. Yeah, uh, I like to collect that. Uh, one of the things I always get is probably um, uh, I like to get stuff for my car. Of uh, like antennas, so I like to collect some. Oh, yeah, the antenna top antenna toppers are nice. Like, I know my daughter. I've tricked her before where we got um, the Robo Mickey one, and <laughs> I just gave that to her. She thought it was a toy. I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, for me lately, and I still collect them, and it's funny because they're kind of like I swear they're on their way out. It's the uh, Vinylmations. Those are cheap. You know, you don't know what you're gonna get, which makes it a little more fun too. 
But, you know, that's that's what I like to do. That's my $20 souvenir, you know? Oh, yeah. That's like $9. Yeah. Um, I know my wife really loves the, collect- the little collectible uh, packs. They're like mini packs. It comes with like three characters or um, attractions and stuff. She loves to get those. Those are like $5. Um, kids' shirts are going to be like $14. An adult shirt is going to average from like $20 to $25, um, well, depend depending on the shirt. Some of them are like $30, but it depends on like if the, like if you see it and it looks really artsy, it's going to be $30. But um, one thing I really love, and I used to collect them when I was younger, I don't collect them as much anymore, but pins is like a nice little like souvenir I would just grab you know that's something that's like eight dollars you know at most it might be like 13 if it's really big but you know like for me like and and I'm like really like simple on the ones I get I don't I'm not like a pin collector where they're like I need every one of them I I get things that like I see and I like like I have one that's uh uh, well sort of like during the hundred years of magic they had a lot of like Walt Disney ones and I love those like I have a bunch of those um one, one thing, actually, I do want to bring up is buttons. Uh, actually, I, I didn't even think about that before. Yeah. We, we love to collect buttons, especially, like, cast members will write on them for you, and you can put down things, and, uh, like, I, we've also had them where they'll, like, write the date on the back so you remember it. Like, you know, I've got, like, my Just Engaged ones, my Happily Ever After, Just Married. Um, I've got, uh, well, Hunter has just graduated because he went for that. Um, you know, there's always the celebrating. One one that's really cool you can get at Disneyland is, of course, the Honorary Citizen one. I love that one. That was awesome. And, of course, for the AP days right now, you've got the annual pass holder one. Um, going back to the pins, do you, uh, do you collect, like, you know they have those, I guess, special edition ones. Do you collect those at all or no? Uh, it depends on what it is. Like, I will say, like, I'm more of one... Like, I like them to be, like, to deal with, like, a ride. Like, I have, uh, um, like, I have one, it's the partner statue for the 45th anniversary. That's, like, my favorite one. Um, I've got, uh, Pirates one. I love Pirates, though. I, <laughs> I think my crown jewel, though, like, well, this one's not really fair, but my crown jewel is, uh, the New Orleans Square trash can, <laughs> which my grandma gave me, um... It, it was from, uh, it was like a cast member exclusive set, and it was the whole set of like all the trash cans. And because my mom worked uh, in New Orleans Square, uh, she gave it to my mom, and my mom gave it to me. So I have that. Really quick. My, my, my favorite pin is the one I've currently got in your collection because I'm scared I'll lose it. Oh, yeah. That's my Alien Invader one. Oh, yeah, that is Alien the Invasion. One. Uh, what yeah. is it? Uh, I forget, Extraterrestrial. Yeah, Extraterrestrial like um, Encounter. And- you know that's <laughs> that's that one's just like funny because I show that I show a picture to my friends they're like what's that? Yeah, I know that was a <laughs> it was a terrifically terrifying ride. Uh, but but really quick last thing on the pins, um, George, you, you brought up the collector's pins. Yeah. Um, the set that I paid close attention to was uh, last year during Halloween they like unveiled these like limited edition villain ones. The one I got is for the Horn King, which you know oh, yeah. we all know is from a movie that. Only I seem to like. Well, that people pretend never happened yeah. to you. And, you know, it's just funny because, you know, that one was about $15, but I thought it was well worth it because of who it was. The other thing that I like to add is um, one of the things uh, they have, and especially at the line, they have uh, 
like some soundtracks. Like they have uh, they have one right now that is a uh, Disney 60th anniversary one, right? Yeah, the um, like a collection. Yeah, those are kind of pricey though. They're twenty five dollars, um, but you know like. If you're really big into like Disney parks, or even if you just want like the soundtrack, like that, it is a nice buy to get. Uh, really quick, my hot buy for the for the soundtracks, and you guys have both used it before, is my uh, Fantasmic uh, album. It's like thirteen dollars for it, you know, and you get you don't just get the Disney one. Yeah. You get the Walt Disney World one, and you get the uh, the amazing outro music for when you're exiting the area. Yeah. Um. Really. Uh. Well, to end the segment, though, you know. Uh, I hope you guys have, have, like, some new ideas on, like, how to budget yourself, um, like, some little, like, money-saving tips and whatnot. Uh, if there's anything, though, that you have questions for, of course, you can hit me up on Twitter or uh, email me and I'll uh, get back to you. Uh, so that's going to do it for us on uh, that subject. Well, that's going to do it for us uh, this week. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it, and we want to thank you again for listening. I know we say it every week, but we truly... Uh, adore you guys and want to thank you for listening and supporting us but uh, you know of course my name's Josh you can follow me on any social media at Geo Disney that's G-I-O Disney and you can email me at geodisney113 uh, at gmail.com and you can follow me Hunter on Instagram I'm uh, the Disney guy 24 or on Twitter at Hunter3GATM you can follow me on Instagram also it's uh, J182 and uh, we really quickly want to say thank you to Nathan for listening to us. We know uh, he's someone that we know that listens. We also want to say, uh, well, we're not going to say hurtful things about the Broncos right now. But <laughs> <laughs> no, th- thank you, though, Nathan. And, of course, thank you, Dave. Dave. And <laughs> that's going to do it for us, though. So thanks, guys. See ya. We'll see you later. Adios. Ka-chow.